I took this class the first semester of college. It was this God and nature class. And I found this really old documentary from the 80s. And Wait, did you say from the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> For those of us who are a little older, that doesn't seem really old. I just try to say that. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Mr. Ryan. No, that's okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Jim Ryan, president of the University of Virginia. And I'd like to welcome all of you to the 11th episode of Inside UVA. This podcast is a chance for me to speak with some of the amazing people at the university and to learn more about what they do and who they are. My hope is that listeners will ultimately have a better understanding of how UVA works and a deeper appreciation of the remarkably talented and dedicated people who make UVA the institution it is. Today's guest is Lauren Kim, a fourth year student at the university and current chairwoman of the University Judiciary Committee. Uh, Thanks for being here, Lauren. I'm delighted to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Totally my pleasure. So I would like to talk to you about the University Judiciary Committee, but first um, I'd like to hear a little bit about what brought you to UVA. If I understand, you came to UVA via Singapore uh, and then Sudbury, Massachusetts, where in a small world story, you attended the same high school, Lincoln Sudbury Regional High School, that my sons attended. Uh, And so tell us a little bit about your journey to UVA. Yeah, small worlds, but I did grow up in Singapore, and I attended an international school there, and having classmates from every corner of the world really made me realize that I want to pursue something that affects the global scale. I love understanding and immersing myself in different cultures, and I was a big Ma Yuan kid growing up, and in fact, I did Ma Yuan from elementary school to high school, so... Honestly, that's probably why UVA accepted me. I I bet admissions couldn't believe that I stuck with the same club for that long. That's a lot of determination. And what was attractive to you about UVA? If I remember correctly, because I had this conversation with my sons, not a lot of students from Lincoln Sudbury end up at UVA. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I was one of two people in my grade. Um, I always thought I would stick around New England because most people do. But I applied kind of on a whim uh, at the last second. I was like, this location is so pretty, and the academics look really good. And I was like looking at photos, and I'm a very visual person. So I was like, the rotunda looks so nice. So I applied, and UVA is one of those places where you fall more and more in love with it each year. And I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, I feel the same way, even after uh, being here off and on for more than 30 years. So you have been incredibly busy since you've been here and an unbelievably engaged student. Um, You also are double majoring in global security and justice and medieval studies. Is that correct? Yes, it's a very unconventional combo. I was going to ask you, is there anyone else at UVA currently double majoring in both of those? No. If they are, I haven't found them yet. And so what got you interested in those two subject matters, and do they relate to one another at all? Um, Tangentially, yes. Growing up, I was a very big history and art fan. I was that weird kid that was obsessed with reading about knights and royalty and chivalry. And I was also like a big artist growing up. I paint and draw and like have this deep appreciation for like material culture. And with medieval studies... I get to explore like almost a fantastical reality through artwork. 
which is really eye-opening. And so I created this database of medieval manuscripts pulled from different museums across the country and also from my own, our own UVA collection as well. So I think just like appreciation for artwork and global security and justice, it comes from a lot of things. Mostly my background growing up abroad in Singapore and going to international school, learning different languages and meeting different people made me realize I wanted to be in something a little bit more large scale. And also like my specific interests are rest and restitution. So security and justice ties perfectly into it. Right. So let's talk about the University Judiciary Committee, or otherwise known as UJC. What got you interested in it in the first place? Yeah, it's been four years, almost four years. I can't believe it. But I really just joined by accident. So my friend from first year, he dragged me to an info session for UJC. And I had no idea what UJC was. I heard about Honor before, so I was like, oh, it's probably like Honor. But I was listening to the info session, and I was like, wow, this is something that I really might enjoy. So I applied, and I got in eventually. And the reason I stayed is because I really believe that the UJC inspired a heart for restorative justice within me. And it also taught me that accountability and compassion go hand in hand. Right. And now that you're chairwoman, what does the day in the life of the chairwoman of UJC look like? Uh, I, I joke that I wear many hats and I don't wear one at a time. I wear all of them at once. Um, so a typical day for me is waking up, drinking way too much coffee, <laughs> playing tennis um, or running, going to class, obviously, I'm still a student, going to the UJC offices, working on UJC things, working on school things, going to club meetings, and taking a lot of meetings with different administrators, alums, and students, a lot of real adults. <laughs> and afterwards, I work my job, and when I get home, I hang out with my residents. So as a chairwoman, a student, an intern, an RA, a club member, and a human being, like my day's pretty packed. It sounds like a... I'm proud to say that I at least get eight hours of sleep every night. That's a big one. <laughs> That's impressive. I, so in terms of the the work of the UJC and your role as chairwoman, um, what are the most rewarding parts of it and what are the most challenging parts of it? The rewarding part is definitely the people that I get to work with. I and other UJC officers work to steward our grounds. And for me personally, that means I'm going out into the community, meeting all different types of students and building friendships. And I have so much love and respect for my exec team. They're my dream team, and it's a group of 12 people, including myself. Um, we meet twice a week, every week. Working with them is such a joy. Each vice chair and senior officer constantly inspire me and challenge me, and they're the best part of my college experience. But that's not saying that like being chair doesn't have its own challenges. You can definitely relate to this, but like the most challenging part for me is like the influence of a chair role. And as a chairwoman, I have to be incredibly intentional about my words, my actions, my plans, because what I can say can literally affect dozens of cases, student anxieties, and even outside legal action. By nature, I'm a very careful person. I've gotten better at asking for help from my exec team to help craft language but it's something that I struggled with. Right. 
For people who don't understand already, can you talk a little bit about the jurisdiction of the UJC on the one hand and the jurisdiction of the honor system and the honor committee? Yeah, absolutely. So honor is lying, cheating, or stealing, very clear cut. Um, UJC, we have 12 standards of conduct. I'm not going to go into each one of the 12, but very broadly, it's promoting a community of safety, respect, and freedom. That's our mission statement. So we're a little bit different in terms of our jurisdiction and also outcomes. So where Honor has a single sanction, the UJC is multi-sanction. So you go through a trial for guilt and then the trial for sanctions. And with sanctions, you can get anything from community service to an essay. And so I imagine figuring out the appropriate sanction can be a complicated task. Yes, it, it's definitely a, a complicated task, and I have a lot of faith in the judges and also our training program. We recruit a very diverse set of judges, and when they're deliberating during trial, we ask them to really like dig deep inside and be like, what is the hurt? What community did this person hurt, and how can this person mend or restore trust back? It's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of deliberation back and forth, and Sometimes judges will deliberate for hours. That's not an exaggeration, literally hours. So he must have some perspectives, given your involvement in UJC and now your leadership of it, about student self-governance. And I wonder if you could share your thoughts about that and how UJC advances student self-governance at UVA. Yeah, absolutely. So the UJC is completely student-run, Each of our representatives and our support officer body are students from every single school at the university. So we have first years to graduate students, we have law students, we have engineering students, and they really reflect the diversity of experience and interest of the student body. And I think this is really helpful because it's not just administrators making the call, it's students, it's people who look like you, who think like you, who share interests with you supporting you, whether it's a counselor helping craft your argument or an investigator who's looking for the truth or a judge who's crafting a sanction. All these people know you in some aspect and can help you with mending whatever hurt that you created in the community. I'm curious if you know, um, what's next for you? You'll be graduating this spring. Do you have plans for the immediate future after you graduate? I, I want to be a lawyer, but I don't want to go to school back to back. So I'm going to take a year off and have a job, see what's out there in the world. Well, I think that's a really wise uh, thing to do. I mean, I'm a big fan of law school, having attended one. Um, you know, there's a pretty good one here uh, and having taught at one. But I also took a year in between graduating from college and starting law school and was glad that I did. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Maybe I'll be back. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hope so. It also gives you more perspective, I think, once you start law school. Exactly. Um, So I have one final question for you, which is that I have heard through the grapevine that you have an Instagram account about mac and cheese. Is that correct? Yes, that's true. (laughs) What is that about and how many followers do you have? Oh, my God. Well, my follower count is embarrassingly low, so... I'm not revealing that to you. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, But if you're listening and you want to follow it, the handle is at and then leaked nudes. Nudes as in noodles. (laughs) Okay. Um, 
So I'm a big cheese and pasta fan. It's a big comfort food for me. And in the summer of 2018, I was nervous about going to college and I was a little anxious to go out of state. So I started this food account to feel at home. Um, it's like taking a little piece of home wherever I go. So I've reviewed mac and cheese from restaurants in DC and restaurants in Boston. And I've even reviewed mac at the Newcomb Dining Hall. So really everywhere. So where, where in Charlottesville can you get the very best mac and cheese? Ooh, okay. This is very controversial, but the nook. <laughs> really? Yes. A lot of people say it's the Virginian. The Virginian mac and cheese is good. I like it. But the nook, it just hits different. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to try it. You'll have to try it. I will. Um, well, Lauren, uh, thanks so much uh, for your time. And more importantly, thanks for all that you do for UVA and your service and leadership on UJC. And best of luck with the rest of your semester. Thank you, President Ryan. Inside UVA is a production of WTJU 91.1 FM and the Office of the President at the University of Virginia. Inside UVA is produced by Mary Garner McGee, Brooke Whitehurst, Matt Weber, and Nathan Moore. We also want to thank Lauren Kim, Monica Shack, Athena Haney, and McGregor McCants. Our music is turning to you from Blue Dot Sessions. Listen and subscribe to Inside UVA in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back soon with another conversation about the life of the university. Thank you.